Welcome back to the Girls Talk Egg podcast, plowing through the manure online. You know, every show I'm excited when I get started. I'm like, sweet, we're doing another show. This one's giving me goosebumps in stuff. (laughs) In stuff. Real good stuff. It's almost like going to Casey's for Jen and getting some donuts. Just not Long John's. Just no Long John's because, you know. Uh, We have a hot mess dad in ag with us today and podcasting genius, like broke the molds in podcasting and ag. Oh, my God. Four star podcast all the way. Oh. Um, Rob. Or was it four and a half? Or was it three and a half? No, it was four. It was four out of five. It was in our last. It hurt my feelings. That's what you were in the pool. Last week's podcast, everyone hang up and go listen to that one if you want to, talking about size and stuff. So maybe you just lost a star because you were in the pool, Rob. No, it's unfair. I I think I was treated uh, unfairly by the mainstream ag media. I'm just like Donald Trump. We're a full five stars. Yes, I'm well aware of that, and it's not fair. Okay. We actually decided to go a full six last week, so... Um, we just continue to add stars because our awesomeness precedes us. Yeah, it's not how that works. It's <laughs> you're wrong. No, I we make we make the rules. It's our podcast. You know, so this, anyway. is, this isn't fair. This this is what you guys do. There's three of you, and you ask someone to come on your podcast, and they say, "Oh, we're going to talk nicely about stuff." And then as soon as oh, you hit no, the record no, no. button, it's bully, 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 bully. Hang on. There was never the word nice brought up. I don't think we've promised jack shit. <laughs> I don't think we did either. And if you <laughs> thought we were going to be nice, that's your own fault, not ours. Yeah. That was I your misunderstanding. Know. You know, it's almost like you've never listened to the show. Um, you ratted out your in- me to your entire listening crew by telling them that the cops had to save my kid from being locked in the car, Rob. Uh, w- yeah. Well, I... um. <laughs> There is that, yeah. <laughs> it's called payback. Ooh, ooh. Oh, but when she says it, she means it nicely. Like that you have pretty eyes. Yeah. So, 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 you guys have listened to our past, you know, Hot Mess Moms and Egg, and you've heard our stories about things like kids getting locked in the car and poison control being called and... Uh, Poop from ears to toes um, on the kid, not the, not the mom. <laughs> so we're going to talk to Rob because we want to see the other side. Because, you know, there's a lot of moms out there that are listening to this right now, swallowing their anger, whether they're washing it down with, with vodka or um, what is that beer you like, Jen? Yingling. Yeah, that one. Ying, yingling. I almost said line and kugels. No, 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 no. Bite your tongue. Yeah. It's yingling. You're mixing up Wisconsin and Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. In any event, that lemon crap is awful. Whatever that is. That that lemon, that summer. Summer summer shandy. Yeah. That's wonderful. Of course, Rob likes it. He likes girly drinks. Tastes like pine salt. I like girly drinks. Now we're alcohol You're a girl, Angie. That's (laughs) last time I checked. This is fantastic. I'm so glad I said yes to this. So in any event, there are moms right now possibly 
listening to this as they sit in their car in the driveway, quietly, silently willing themselves to go into the house. Weeping. Um, because <laughs> dinner is not going to make itself. But so we figured, why not bring a dad in? Right. See kind of what's going on. Um, That and anytime you get a chance to talk to the world renowned Rob Sharkey, oh, you do please. it. Right. That's how does it feel to have the shoe on the other foot right now? Like you're I'm uncomfortable. The, I, I'm not yeah. appreciating the, the hateful. I mean, you guys are all sitting there. You think it's funny and that. It's, you know, it's hurtful to the other guy on the other side of the mic. Is it? Yes. Really? Yeah. Do you need you some have cheese I... and crackers with your whining, Rob? Is it white you wine? Have, you have feelings. Ooh. You well, probably yeah. would. White yeah. wine. I don't doubt it. White wine. Just pinkies out and you're good to go. Yes. So, so you got any questions? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Let's roll in that direction now. And uh, I kind of... Feel like I'm at I'm like at a stoning right now, not a stoner like Karen. Like I'm just looking at this poor bastard in the middle of the the dirt. You're in the headlights town. So Rob, yes, introduce your family dynamics. Like tell me about what you got going on. Um, your amazing wife, you know, kids, critters. What do you do? What do you guys do? You homeschool, don't you? You know, kind of fill us in on that stuff. Or did you? I and you doubt don't anymore? he helps with homeschooling. Well, we hope not. But tell us about the Sharky family. Or is that a made-up name? Uh, yes, it is. But uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, me and Mrs. Shark Farmer have almost been married for 21 years at the end of this month. So, yeah. That's, nice. That's where you guys Your all marriage say, well, is that's almost great. old enough to drink. Uh, it is. Anyway, um, we have four kids that we know of, and they're all mine. And one, yeah, one just graduated. He's 18. And one is 16, taking her driver's license test. And the other one's 12, and the other one's seven. Two boys. So boy, girl, boy, boy. Nice. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Way to go. That's that's your responsibility. So way to go on the extra boys. Because you know what I, they say I, I about boys. A, yeah, I felt it was a good mix. It is. Uh, there is definitely a difference in raising boys and girls. There's the dynamics there. Uh, they, somebody should have told you about, like a book <laughs> or something, when you get married. Like that's try to have boys. Is that what you're saying, or just the the difference is pretty? Because no, I, I had a f- no. There's no. there's plus there's benefits and negatives to both. I will I will say that. It's. I had a friend tell me once that having. A boy is cheaper, but keeping track of him is harder. Is huh. that kind of true? I don't know. I Well, I guess if you were the type of parent that wanted to keep track of your kids, then that <laughs> that might be true. true. Wait, we're supposed to keep track of our children? I, I'm, I was confused by the question myself. <laughs> you mean, oh, geez. You guys don't watch enough Dateline. Come on. Exactly. Karen is our Dateline expert here. She will tell you how you're going to be kidnapped and murdered, anything that you're doing. You're going to Casey's to get a donut? Well, don't go with that guy out back who says he has puppies, because he doesn't. <laughs> puppies? Wait. My kids would go. Donuts and puppies? <laughs> well, we're bring, talking to Rob, who has the bring, free hug shack and out yeah. in the back. That's, yeah. that's true. Bring mommy home. Donuts and puppies when you <laughs> once you get there. So what do you guys do? You know, now that your kids are a little bit older, though. But what did you do? Um, because you know, how, did did Mrs. Shark Farmer um, work on the farm? Did she 
uh, stay home with the kids? Like, how was that dynamic for you guys? Um, Because you were out of the house, right? You were farming. You guys farmed together or, you know, kind of tell us how that that worked for you. Yeah, Mrs. Shark Farmer, she she homeschools the youngest two. Uh, She homeschooled the oldest two, too. When they got to high school age and they they chose to go to public school. So she since yeah, she worked up until we had uh, our first kid and then she has stayed home. And that's that's just a path that we've decided. I know it's not for everybody, but uh, it worked really well for us. Yeah. Yeah, and she did. She for quite a while. She we ran a buying cooperative out of the house, so she was she basically had a job, but she was able to do it from home, and she worked her tail off. I mean, she would take That's care of work. take care of the kids <laughs> all day, and I mean, we would she would literally start the office work at about ten o'clock at night. So from like oh, ten man. to ten to two, she would be doing stuff. But um, so she's a she's a hard worker. She's made a lot of sacrifices for her family, and uh, I love her she's to a death. Saint. She doesn't she's like Karen. Not blind. Well, she doesn't like Karen. Come on, who well, doesn't like Karen? everyone? Loves Karen. In fairness, she doesn't like any of you. That's that's a lie. That's uh, I would say. Actually, there yeah. isn't anyone that doesn't like me, except for that long list of people over there that we could start to talk about. But we could tell the world that Jen and I get invited to your house for parties, Rob. Right. I think well, your wife likes us. If they have you toss keys in a fishbowl, I've seen this on a movie. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> that's, Is that been on Dateline? <laughs> that's. I'm just saying it's there's some expectations there that you may not be prepared for. I'm just I want you guys to be safe. So so, yeah, she is a saint that she still homeschools the kids and and I, you know, brings you adult beverages and such out to the the field when you're working and basically makes us look like terrible wives in general. She was very active in a lot of things, you know, the homeschool choir, the homeschool this, homeschool that. And, uh, you know, I did not like seeing her that busy because, you know, when you volunteer for stuff, then all of a sudden you're doing everything. Because she couldn't bring you a drink when you needed it? Well, that, but I mean, you don't want to see your spouse uh, frustrated at 10 o'clock at night when... You know, it's time for yes, her to have some downtime. So I can't even imagine at 10 o'clock at night if I'm not already dead to the Been world. Been in my snoring. pajamas for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I can't. Mm-mm. So, she, yeah, she wins because I couldn't. And I know there's a lot of women that do that. They're like, yeah, I do most of my work at late. You know, they're up at midnight or one, one or two o'clock doing laundry. And I'm just like, Mm-mm. no, I, I am a lazy, lazy mess sign me up for the lazy mess yes yeah i need well there's something to be said for that too i mean now that she has slowed down it is it's nice i mean we go out more we bought a a pair of girl motorcycles that we tool around at 40 miles an hour in the back roads and so it's nice it's it's nice to stay connected you know you've got married you raise the kids and then man it just seems like we're kind of moving into this this stage in our married where we're like closer than ever, so it's uh, it's Could been you really talk nice. To Chris, uh, yeah, he talks about you a lot. I'm sure he does. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. No, he wants a motorcycle too, but he you know wants me to ride on the back, and I'm like, can't we just get a sidecar where I can nap? 
but and surf Twitter. I'm like, <laughs> we bought a care. mule. We so we have a UTV, like not an actual like jackass, like a mule, like a Kawasaki mule. And uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about Carl, right? <laughs> that too, the old wow. man. Um, and I'm super pumped because tonight's the first night we're gonna take it to like the town south of us and grab a pizza because in our county you can drive on dirt and you can even cut on pavement if you're going to dirt and so like we're super pumped because a couple adult you know like that's gonna be our to me that's great special you know like i think that's awesome you know chris wants to buy this motorcycle but he likes to drink and so all i picture is this (laughs) harley and he thinks it's cool to drive to these local you know uh breweries and drink beer but Who's going to drive him home on a motorcycle if we don't Uber. have a sidecar, right? Uber so motorcycle. We get a sidecar, then I can drive him home and he can pass out in the sidecar. <laughs> but I'm balancing Chris drunk on the back of my motorcycle? No. <laughs> I'd just leave him and find out without more life insurance. <laughs> That's sober. Okay. That's what That's Oops, what I fell off. So sorry. Get what, yeah, get one of those shirts that's if you can read this, the b- fell off. <laughs> <laughs> for Chris to wear, that'd be awesome. No, for you to wear on the way home from the brewery. Oh, right. Yes, for me to wear. You're right. <laughs> it would work perfect. But would. no, and that's, I mean, that's that's to say something because I think a lot of couples really struggle, um, you know, and I we only have one child. And I know that the first year of his life has been... And a relationship, you know, not, and I'm not saying like, oh, it's been so terrible, but it's hard when you have another human that you have to try to balance their wants and needs with others. I, so I can't even imagine with you guys, you have like two, three, you have multiple children and I'm over here like, what, how? And, you know, so to have four kids, especially because you guys were real young when you got started, obviously, because they're, they're older now and you're not that old. Kind yeah, of, but, but you know, when you have that many, you do have the older ones that can watch the younger ones. But yeah, we we definitely did make it a priority that we wanted more time with just the two of us. Yeah, and uh, that's I would suggest that to any married couple. Is that you put the Rob Sharkey's marriage advice? I like it. It works so far. You haven't killed you. she hasn't killed you. So oh, I can right. drop my kids off at your house so we can go out, Rob. Um, well, I, uh, this is, this is where I would so edit you out if it was my podcast. <laughs> Guess what? It's you not, don't have that power. Yeah. So no. And that's why, I mean, that's great. So you, and you guys work together on the farm, um, really closely and you do a lot as your, as, as the whole family. Cause we see it on Twitter a lot of times. Um, right. You guys do kind of scratch each other's back and, and even some of your personal time spent or some of your one-on-one or your quality time spent is, is incorporated into the farm or the outfitter business, right. That you do, you guys yeah. do. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, we, we run, I don't want to get too much, into it, but we run several businesses and they're all from the home. Yeah. But, everyone already yeah. knows what you do. So we really don't care either, but, um, fantastic. <laughs> So this would be the point where we'd say, describe the type of mom you are, Mm -hmm. but you're not a mom, obviously. Probably last time you checked, you figured that one out. Um, (laughs) What what kind of dad are you? Like, 
And I was trying to think of like dad examples. Do you guys have any dad examples to be like? Because we're like Amazon, Etsy. Yeah, like sports dad. Um, No, no, I I am not. Uh, And they all play sports while my daughter's in ballet. And I I do not, I I don't push them for that. Because I I guess personally, I just don't like that because I've seen a lot of it. The dad. You played sports. Yeah, I know. Right? You were. Yeah. And my dad was was really laid back too. Um, He didn't, he wasn't uber into it or you know if i messed up but he would never say it um so yeah. i just i just want them to have fun they aren't going to be professional athletes they, they just aren't and yeah so it is it is what it is i just want them to have fun i want them to learn how to be on a team so no i am not the uh the i'm not the the sports type dad not at all but are you like the know. builder dad, the Tim Allen dad. Yeah, are you the more power guy? Like, do you do crafts together? Do you? I mean, that's because I don't know. Like, we do the Amazon mom or the Etsy mom, or there's like the helicopter mom. What's the new the tiger mom? Soccer mom, tiger mom. Yeah, there's like nothing for dads. Like you're the just margarita dad. Yeah, you, well, yeah. you laid back and watch it happen. You're so <laughs> making this shit up. I don't know if I had to pick a dad. I. I am the uh, we we're big into like heading out to the timbers. Of course, going with the outfitter. Uh, my family, yeah. sh- we shoot. So you're looking for the antlers at the deer drop. Um, that yeah, is so your nature dad. Yeah, nature sure. dad. <laughs> All natural dad. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. If you'll excuse me, I have to go bleach my brain right now. So it's cold out. Just remember that. that mental image is going to stick with me for a while. That's what you just ruined date night. Carl's going to be like, "What happened?" I'm going to be like, "Rob said something about being naked." Night. What? <laughs> <laughs> Except for I'll still eat the pizza because nothing could keep me from eating some food. So that's what. Uh, but no, I mean, and that's I think that's one thing, and and that's what I. You know, being a mom, I guess you're you're born or you have this certain set of expectations. You keep the child alive. You know what I mean? You keep your family kind of running on all cylinders and blah, blah, blah. And, and maybe I'm wrong in this, but as a dad, you kind of have to create your own definition of how you're going to be because you don't really have this. I mean, you have certain expectations. You, you don't, you, you stay there and chill with the kid and shit, but like... Is that something for real? Am I making any sense in this? Is that like, do no. you guys, when you're getting ready to have a kid as a dad, do you know what your, your role is going to be? Or you just figure it out as you go and your wife kind of directs that for you? I, I think you figure it out. as you. I remember bringing home the first kid and you had everything ready. You had the nursery ready. You had, hell, they had the crib up and everything. And you, you've been in a hospital for three days. You bring the kid home. You set it there. Three days? Yeah. Well, she, she had <laughs> wow. a C-section. We had big babies. Oh, okay. Big babies. Okay. So, okay. So you bring the kid Giant, home. Giant, scary babies. Yeah. You, you lay the kid on the floor and you're just like, well, now what? And they get up and walk away because your kids were all big kids. You've told me this before. They were all like over 10 pounds, you know, weren't they? Uh, 11, Chris- 11, 6 was our daughter. So that was the biggest. Ouch. Yeah. That was the biggest? There was um, really huge. Nine, nine, seven was the smallest, and the others were like in the high, oh, no. high tens. So, yeah. yeah. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Chris, I can remember when we brought our nope. first home, first one home, Chris said, 
my God, it's easier to bring a kid home from the hospital than it is to buy a car. It's pretty much true. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, think about it. I mean, they, they, they go here, uh, buckle it in a car seat and take it home. There's no owner's manual. There's no paperwork. Background check. There's no background check. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's like, here you go. It's like, dude. Well, you yeah. did make it, so I guess you can, you know. She did stay alive, yeah. If you make something it's... at school, like an art project, I mean, you can take that stuff home. You can take that stuff home, true. It's pretty You know, when, when we got ready to go to the hospital, I remember, you know, I'm like, you have to have the baby clothes, and you have to have, to, to bring the baby home, and diapers, and you have to have the nursery ready at home and i remember chris looking at me with a bag of quarters for the vending machine and saying i'm ready to go (laughs) dude it's a bag of quarters for the vending machine well there's really nothing for me to do jen while you're laying in bed exactly oh as when i was in labor carl sat on his phone and he says he wasn't annoyed, but he looked annoyed. Like, he just had this look on his face like, this. you're ruining my Memorial Day with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just was kind of like, all right, are we going to get this show on the road? Because uh, we got to, I got stuff to do. Like, I was going to plant something today or something, you know, like, he just, so it was kind of funny to me. But he'd already oh. been a dad once before, so I guess he wasn't overly excited about it. <laughs> so Chris, Chris gets so mad at this story, but we were in the hospital with the first, and I said, in bad pain, and I said, I feel like I'm being a little loud. And Chris looked at me and goes, yeah, they can hear you out in the hall. You might want to keep it down. <laughs> now, he says, don't ask a question if you don't want the truth. I'm like, no, I really wanted a little sympathy. I just you know? wanted you to pretend that I was in epic pain. Right. right. Really. Instead of taking your quarters down to the vending machine. <laughs> you gotta love him. So we gotta hear, because you've got four kids, so you should have four stories. Your most embarrassing, like, dad moment. I'm sure you have a bunch. Well, I mean, there's there's most embarrassing, and then there's, like, those kind of merge into, like, the scary ones, too. Yeah. So... Fill us in. Give them all to us. We 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 don't want to cry. We want to laugh. One one that really okay. So I was I was up at my mom and dad's, the farm next to us, and I was working on the mower. And we I was changing a blade. The bolt wanted to come out, so I superheated it with the the cutting torch. And Mrs. Shark Farmer had my oldest up there, and Mm -hmm. they were walking towards it, and I popped the bolt out. And he was probably seven at the time and just thought nothing of it. He walked over there and picked the bolt up. Oh. And, oh yes. And so that was, oh, man, I, I couldn't have felt any worse. And I'm sitting there crying and, I, you know, I'm racing. I'm literally going 100 miles an hour to the hospital. And he's just kind of chilling out, looking at us, you know, picking the skin off his hand. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's the that was that one that one hurt yeah. But as far as like embarrassing, it's easy to be embarrassing with my daughter. Um, I I don't even have to try with that. Does she know you're a podcast superstar though? Uh my if, no, I'm not a superstar. <laughs> you almost that's answered what you, that question. Wait a minute, a beat. you were almost like, yep. That's what you told us to call you. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the rider along with the it brown was. M&Ms. 
Yes. Yeah. I don't know. That's... They yeah, she the, all the kids are are very much into it. So, yeah. They're all but, they all know. Do that well. That's cool. I think that's cool. The whole family supports each other. Oh yeah. I mean it's uh, it's I go up to bed at night and I hear my podcast running in my daughter's room and in my son's room, you know, so they're listening oh, to them when they go to seriously? bed. Yeah, that's why I had to stop saying <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> or do you make them play or do you pipe that into their rooms? Well, there is that. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Dad again, just shut up and listen to the podcast. <laughs> Which one of the kids is like the mini shark? Uh Ian, my that would be number three. Yeah, he's he number is three. he's so much like me when I was his age, uh, every bit, just from his personality, uh, the way that he reads. Uh, yeah, it's just it completely reminds me of exactly the way I was. That's is that scary? Uh little. It's it's fun in a way. It, yeah. It, what's nice is that you know I can tell Emily. I'm like, you know what? I he can't see the words like you're describing them. So right. I'm hoping yeah. by by us knowing this, and I think it is that we're we're teaching them in a different way, and hopefully that'll that'll help them be able to read it. I think it already has. He was he's a lot better reader at his age than I probably am now. See, you use your powers for good. I use mine for evil. I think because my middle kid is like my clone, and. While you use yours to help your child, I'm like, dude, I know what her next move is. We can outmaneuver her. <laughs> well, when he gets a little older, I think that'll probably be. <laughs> that'll be what happens. Yes. It's, I always butted heads. My mom and I were a lot alike, and we never, we did, when I was a teenager, it was awful. Like, and I wasn't that bad a kid. Um, well, okay. Uh... Smoked yeah. weed, Angie. Come on. That's relative. Yeah, you've already admitted it. Right? That's what it takes to be a bad kid? God. Yes. Now where I came from. That's what was, like, expected. Just, you know, just probably why where I came from is Rough now Street where I Michigan. came from. Right? We're a bunch of hippies, man. That's, just we just wait it. 12 years. Uh, you're, you would have a different answer to that. Right. I wouldn't be as supportive. No. I think Rob has a few more stories. Yeah. You know. that's Let's talk about say. putting your son's list. About embarrassing? A lot of it would probably be my daughter and how I, I like, we go to the ballet reviews and the questions that I ask are obviously of one of a farmer and not someone that understands ballet. And it's <laughs> funny. When I ask a question, I mean, it's like her teacher or whatever the hell he is. I don't know, the boss or the owner, whatever he is. Instructor. Yes. And he is, if is you picture, if you picture my, myself, this guy is a completely opposite for me. So I, I have zero in common with him. And I'm trying to hold a conversation that involves my daughter. And I'm saying everything wrong. I'm using all the lo- wrong language. And she's mortified over there. You know, she's turning beet red. She's trying to hide her face. But I just look at how much money I spend on the damn ballet classes. And I'm going to ask stupid questions all I want. You can ask <laughs> all of the questions in the world. I kind of picture like on The Simpsons when Homer talks about the ballet and it's a monkey riding a unicycle around a circus thing. Have you seen that one? <laughs> to me, that would be entertainment. That's what he says. He's like, tickets to the ballet. And he's all excited. And it shows like this little bubble thing. And it's a monkey riding around on a unicycle. And 
she's dancing with this guy, right? And yeah. have you seen a male ballet and what they wear? Yeah. 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 And I'm sitting there, I'm saying, well, is this really necessary in ballet? Because honestly, I'm sitting in the front row and I can tell the guy's circumcised. Can't he put like a, <laughs> a pair of shorts or something over there? And I guess a cup. that's not something that you ask. I, uh... <laughs> I feel more sorry for like the teenage boy who has to wear that outfit. Wear that outfit. Rub no, against your daughter. This, see, that's the thing. I told I told my sons, I said, hey. Look at because they bring in professional ballets because no boys going through ballet, so these oh, are so like they're bringing in like adults from yeah, Chicago. These are, I these would are be adults. Con- yeah, so I, I would just at I, the start of all ballets, like all, yeah, it's I was gonna say I'd just be like at the start of every ballet season, hand them like the summary of you know the statutory. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> if you are a teenage boy and you are interested in uh, females. Then I suggest you take up ballet because it's going to be easy pickings, right? That's, that's but you better be well endowed because it's going to show. Because Rob's going to pick yeah. on you on his podcast. Size <laughs> does matter. That's right. Are we still talking about operations? Because I'm scared. You, you could always put a long john down those things. That's <laughs> delicious. Delicious. Tube socks. Yeah. Right. That's just it. So, what so am you're I- a funny dad, Rob. Yeah. We know that you've uh, pulled some shenanigans on your children because we've seen them on Twitter. So, what's your best, your best trick you've played on your kids? Um, probably uh, posting his car on Craigslist because he was being a toad. Yeah. <laughs> so. How did he react to that? How was, like, what was the Paul Harvey, like, the rest of the story? To you know, he, he failed to see the humor in it. Um, actually, his his first thing was to go and tell Mrs. Shark Farmer and that he he knows uh, to really get back at me is to do exactly what he did. So I ended up getting in trouble, which makes zero sense to me. <laughs> and now we know Mrs. Shark Farmer really has five kids. That's just. <laughs> oh, One. that's so not funny. <laughs> really? Because several people laughed. <laughs> that's, as a matter of fact, it'll probably be what we use as like the lead-in to posting this podcast. Is... This, yeah. This is, see, no one's going to listen to this because you guys, yeah. no one wants to hear the girls talk wildly on ag, just be mean to somebody for whatever amount of time. I, yeah. Really? No. Well, there I goes heard, our entire show outline. I heard, I know. I heard the thing Damn. Donnery. You guys were all nice with Donnery. Oh, Donnery, everything. Yeah, she's my boss. And now she's going to hear me just get beat up by you three. Maybe she'll feel sorry well, for you. Well, you already know she likes us better. So what's she the does point? like us better. Uh, I know. Which everybody is- likes you guys better. It's okay. It's fantastic. Six stars. Yes, six, six stars, stars. buddy. It makes sense. I'm just saying. So as a dad... What is your best dad hack other than being born the dad part, like being born male? Well, if I wore, would have wore a dad hat, I wouldn't have had kids. No hack. <laughs> <laughs> or is that an anti-dad hack? That's a, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I can't sit here and say, I can't even pretend. I love being a dad. I, I love hanging out with my kids. I had a... Th- one- Obviously, you're four deep. <laughs> When I grew up, all I did was was help my my dad farm, and I went away for college, and I came back to the farm. So 
But like you have like five hundred sisters, right? I got five five older sisters. Yeah. So it was okay. no surprise what I was supposed to do. But as my oldest got to the age where he was going to be working at summers, I kind of pushed him away a little bit to go work somewhere else. And he did for two summers. This is his last summer at home. And I I asked him to come help me out this summer because we're, we've got some stuff going on this summer. And I got to tell you, it's it's been it's been an amazing experience. I love working with him. I love showing him stuff. I love him showing me the stuff he's learned on the other farms. So I'm so glad at least I was smart enough to say, hey, well, let's at least this one summer before you go off to school, you know, let's you and I work together. So that's been it's been a lot of fun. Where's he going to school? UNOH. This is, he's going to get Oh right. Yeah, yes. he's going to get a now, yeah. degree in mechanics, but it's also a degree uh, an associates in business. So Right. It's yeah. Kind of a trade-off. Diesel mechanics, wasn't it? Right? He'll come out with Was it diesel mechanics? Diesel and automotive after 3 years. Oh. Yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. I remembered now after you said that. Don't tell yeah. people that we talk. That's not cool. No, it was on Twitter. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, it that's fine. We don't. We don't. We are not friends in real life. We are not friends in real life. Hello, I have, I have an image to protect, and you're not part of it. Did have you told people how the idea of your podcast came about? How <laughs> I don't how think so. how it happened to be you three were talking about it together? I'll let you tell the story. Yeah, go ahead. Well, the possibility that there is a, a group chat on Twitter, and it involves you three, myself, and some other people that we should name just to be jerks. And Sean is the Steve, most. Yeah. Steve Pitstick, Sean Harmon, and Chad Colby. Well, the Chad Colby. But anyway. The Chad Colby. <laughs> right, right. I don't, I don't have to call him that. Sorry. But you guys, <laughs> it, you were talking about doing a podcast, and it was fun to see because I was not involved in the conversation, but I loved stalking and, and listening to that because I could tell right away that you three were going to be a huge success because you're both, I mean, you're all three, you're very, you're very smart, you're very funny, you're very good on social media, but the passion you had about it when you were talking in that group, I could tell that it was a no-brainer. You guys were going to be a huge success, and look at you. Look at you here, just rocking it. You're recording that, right? This is being recorded. I think it's still recording. Let me yeah, see. My, yeah. Okay, thank God. My internet kicked gonna... out about five minutes ago. <laughs> we're going, we are going to It's so. all because you're our podfather, Shark. Podfather? That's <laughs> podfather. <laughs> that's awesome. No, yeah, we basically, if it weren't for Amazon Prime... Um, we probably wouldn't have followed through because we're like, do you want to do a podcast? And uh, all it was like in true life form, like it was just the girls were like, sure. I volunteered. the guys were like, whoa. (laughs) And then Rob just didn't say a word. He's just like, no. No, I'm not kidding you. It was fun to watch because I, I remember when I was thinking about doing it, having that same passion and it was just, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I didn't start like two days later like you guys did. But 
Oh, no, no. It wasn't two days later. It was like a Wednesday, let's start a podcast. Friday, it was record a podcast. And Monday, it was released. We can't wait. No, it, it wasn't even Monday. It was, we can't wait till Monday. Let's release it now. That's, we are always, we're our own worst enemies on that. I'm like, hey, it's edited. We can release it if you want to. We don't, I don't even think we follow a schedule. Every podcast rule you've given us, we've broken. I, re- I very yeah i remember that one uh in detail because you're like how should we do this i'm like oh you want to record three at least three and release it and you know to go from there and angie's like oh well we have already released the first one <laughs> <laughs> how do you bleep out swear words i think's the only question i've asked on editing do you know how we beep this okay and that works so that's what uh um yeah, no, it's this has been fun, and it's been fun to to watch um, yours take off because all three of us were at the start before you were cool. So, like, I still um, say, I still say, I wouldn't have been interviewed had he been as cool as he is. Well, obviously, because none of us are getting interviewed. Like, he's on our show, so he's like, oh, right. six people and a goat are going to listen to this one. So I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we got the goat to listen. Yeah, yeah, I paid him awesome. in. Uh, um, awesome. BASF gear. It works, right, Rob? Right. That's. Yeah, I was. I'm drinking, so I, whatever you say. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'm gonna be in about two minutes. So, um, really, when it comes down to it, though, like, I don't know. It's hard to talk to a dad about certain things, and and uh, versus you know when we talk to the moms because we have all of these these other things that go on, and and uh, not to mention emotions and hormones and things so at the end of the day we're like oh, yeah. oh my god you know and then you guys come breezing home from work like hey uh daddy's home you know now, it's big daddy's home I, let me ask, so, so seriously let me ask when, you this when the kids were little when the kids were little did you take them with you in the tractor um not as much as you would think yeah okay. i didn't in the combine but you know, like never when I was doing anhydrous, yeah. never. Well, right. Never, That's never when I was yeah. spraying. Um, right. Maybe when I was planting. Look at you trying to please the crowd there. Well, yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, seriously. Um, were there times? I mean, like, I took the kids with me a lot. So I mean, but did Chris when it was fun? To, let's be honest. I mean. Well, I hello, yeah, Dad. I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. hard. That's it's my, a hard uh My wife is the better parent. I'll never deny that. I am I I have my role as the bad cop, but uh yeah, the bad cop and but yeah and then we're going to have fun with dad because dad's version of cooking is going to Casey's. Yeah, cuz <laughs> I think you've really screwed up two lasagnas now. Right? Do do you guys what are you like <laughs> elephants that don't forget anything? We're women. We have, we have a big wiping right now. Like, of course we don't. Like, she cooks the, makes the lasagna for you. All you have to do is put it at 350 and it's still frozen in the middle. I still am, I'd like, physics itself would tell you that that's not right. Yeah, I blame the oven on that one. <laughs> so what were you going to ask us? In your guys' yeah. relationships with your husbands, uh, are you, is the husband usually like the enforcer when it comes to discipline? Nope. Yeah. Chris wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I, Chris, no. Chris plug ears. If you're listening, I, he wouldn't scare the shit out of me at all. Jen coming at me. 
I don't even know if Chris could really yell. I mean, like, he might look frustrated, maybe point a finger and shake it. (laughs) Wait until your mother gets home with his finger wagon. And the kids are like, God, don't tell mom, please. Like, that's how I picture the Campbell household. (laughs) Like... So you can oh, unplug wow. your ears now, Chris. But seriously, is that right, Jen? I mean, I've. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He, you know what? He's. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one with the temper. I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad cop. <laughs> yeah, you, you. We never say things like "Wait till your father gets home" because that makes him giggle. You're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> nothing will happen. Great. Like, that's yeah. Right. When. Can can we wait till dad gets home because it'll go a lot better. <laughs> Karen, how about you? Like you're um my oldest and I are a lot alike and we have a lot of power struggles. Um I don't know. I keep telling myself it'll serve her well in her later years, but man, it's going to take a lot for me to get through her younger years. <laughs> Which one was it where she's either going to be a CEO or a prison gang? Oh, that's the younger one. Yeah, she's either going to be a CEO or the head of a prison gang. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best but no i mean they'll do stuff for chad that they won't do for me like if i tell him to pick up something they won't do it but if chad's home they'll do it for him so that's always fun that's just that's annoying as hell you want to yeah. beat him. i love you so much but if i could get away with hitting you i would right now <laughs> oh totally what... yeah. i always say that it's like I... yelling doesn't matter nothing matters i mean bristol's like whatever yeah so I always say parenthood, like being a mom is like, oh my God, I love you so much. And then there's like, oh my God, I love you so much, but I need a minute. I need, yeah. I need like a separation moment for a second, please. You know, and that for me, I have a feeling, I mean, Colton's still young, but there's an occasional time, like right now he's fine. He's getting in, he's a year old. So we're getting into like tantrum. Not quite like, oh, yeah. you know, not quite like your three-year-old epic tantrums yet, but like he's starting to explore what he can do to get me to react or what he can do if he's unhappy with something. Like right now it's the cup thing. So if I try to hand him his cup to drink out of, even if he's like jabbing at his eyeballs with the straw, trying to get the straw into his mouth so he can drink. And I'm like, here, let mommy help you. He'll like, that thing i can't stand whining i always i have never my mom's had a daycare forever and i can't when a kid whines at you i'm just like oh it's like nails in a chalkboard and so i'm already like i'm not gonna respond to that and carl's like he's a year old i'm like well you can go ahead you respond to it because all you're doing is reinforcing that behavior so i have a feeling i'm gonna be the hard ass um yeah see i have one in the terrible well, we just finished the terrible twos and now we're in the terrible threes. But then I had a friend send me a message the other day and she's like, just hold on and wait for the f-ing fours. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm there. That's <laughs> the yeah. oldest. Yeah. It never ends. That's Yeah. It's never. I I don't know. It scares me a little bit because that's what I said. I'm like, so this is just how it starts. Like when people tell you about how terrible having a toddler is like this is just the beginning. So, like, I feel like I'm looking at a mountain. But then at the same time, it's the most amazing thing. You know, you, like, it's... You three are so full of <laughs> I know you... I know all of you personally. And you guys, you want to sit here and act like you're not good moms. You all, our three, are very, very good moms. So, if you want to uh, cut this out and go ahead and continue <laughs> to let your audience believe that you're these horrible moms, go right ahead. But I'm not... Yeah, I'm calling you out. 
We appreciate the compliments, um, but that kind of ruins the whole hot mess moms and egg thing. So we're going to need you to not. Yeah, don't ruin our cred. <laughs> you know how hard we've worked for this street cred? Like Karen left her kid in a locked in a car so she could be. Right. She had to call the cops. So I could be a hot mess. That's just it. Yeah. Like, that's. I don't think I've ever had to call the police before. Yeah. That's, you know. So it's almost like I'm trying to sabotage your podcast. <laughs> oh, so, that's so weird. Oh, that's huh. such a shock to me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, though, um, we really appreciate having you on. I mean, do you have any other good stories to tell us? What's it? You know, what is? What about uh, raising a teenager, teenage daughter? What are you doing? Are you having to do anything different? Do you want do you want her to avoid becoming a hot mess mom and egg? I I have learned to hate everyone with a penis uh, having a, a teenage daughter. I can't stand them. I was just saying, yeah. Don't they say when you have a boy you only have to worry about one penis, but when you have a girl you have to worry about all of them? Exa- that I was be just thinking truer. that. Yeah. yeah. Well done. That's yeah, I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> oh man. That's why, and that's how it's hard because teenage girls. God, I remember being a being a teenager. Like, it's awful, man. I don't know. It's terrible. Like you, it sucks. Yeah, it's. And I mean, I, I have to say, one of my most favorite nights on Twitter was the night that Rob's daughter was at prom. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I miss that. We started calling him Grandpa Shark that day. Yeah. That that's one of those times I probably should have stayed off social media. <laughs> that was awesome. That's I never got more unsolicited advice than I did that night. It's almost like being a mom on Facebook. <laughs> oh my oh, god! It was much yes. funnier. That's yeah. That's the beauty. Don't part. worry, Rob. You got a couple more hours before you're technically a grandfather. Uh huh. Thank you, <laughs> Karen. It was fun. It was a good time. It was a good time. Now don't call me in twenty or ten years when my daughter's there, but you know. Yeah. Right? By that point in time, it'll be like virtual reality, and we'll just all be in each other's living rooms as holograms <laughs> or something. Oh wow! Which is scary. Creepy. That is scary. I'll have a GPS tracker on her by then, right? Just like the dog. She'll have like, a, yeah, just like a dog. <laughs> That's always an encouraging thought. I think it was in 1984. I'm not sure. It sounds kind of Orwellian. So, do you guys have any more questions of Rob before we get this this uh, no. show wrapped up? No, I'm I mean, pretty <laughs> us, not you, Rob. No, I mean, no, I'm already the guest. If it's not a shit show, it's not our podcast. No, Come on. Usually, you know, usually the guest performs better. I'm just saying, I'm not. Wow. I'm not, uh... Oh, you heard that? I thought I'd muted many... it. Yeah. Oh. No, that's fine. We've had two guests. I mean, it's not like we have a lot of yeah, a you, lot to go off nice. of here. That's that's. I was expecting the Donna Reed treatment. This is yeah, this is bullshit. That's we we like her. She's from the south. She has a really cute accent. I don't like her. I really don't. Well, you guys get to go You're on your road to get trip. In the car with her, right? Yeah, it's gonna be horrible. When is the road trip? Um. We'll see the once again. W- once again, I see you're leaving Miss Shark Farmer in charge of all four children while you gallivant <laughs> around. Well, that's, that's part of the whole of my son coming back and helping. But I it, we're we're going to be in the Delta on the 27th of June, and then we're working the other ones out. Really? Yeah. Well, that's fun. Is, are you nervous about that? Like, is this the first time you've been gone? Because you really haven't 
I mean, you've traveled to a few conferences here or there, right? But this will be like the first time you've been gone for, because are, are you doing like a week at a time or are you just? I was gone for two weeks in Japan and Panama Oh, last I forgot year. about that. Like, yeah. I was gone for weeks at a time to D.C. several times a year. So, really? Yeah, oh, okay. I, so you've yeah. been gone. Sorry, I didn't think that you had traveled yeah. that much. I, I'm a pretty big deal. You know, apparently. I forget all the time that, you know, you're a big deal in Japan, not just, yeah. like, literally. Not because literally you're taller than... <laughs> right? <laughs> I walked around the streets of Japan um, fairly inebriated about 2 o'clock in the morning going, Howdy, Patna. <laughs> Oh, Rob, you so far are our favorite hot mess dad. Even if you're just the first one and the next guy will tell the same thing. Uh, We really appreciate you coming on. Definitely check out all of Rob's podcasts. We say this like you haven't already because, I mean, come on now. Rob, tell everyone what you do. We'll we'll give, well, I blocked off an hour for this portion of the show. So you tell Uh, everyone. I do have the Shark Farmer podcast every Tuesday. Yes, yes. I want to be like Chad. The and then uh, a farmer, farmer and the city girl, which uh, <laughs> Carrie is taking a break because she is her metal chick has exploded. So, so there's going to be some some guest coming guest city girls. So that'll be fun. Yeah, going to have some different different opinions That's on awesome. her. So far, everybody said no that I've asked, but I fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can see that, but. Eventually, someone will have a free day, I'm sure. Well, or, or not just... get involved. That's what I'm hoping for. Or have for. to do court-ordered yeah. community service. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That makes sense. Definitely. No, they're all good shows, and we definitely, I mean, when it comes down to it, we really, really appreciate um, all you've done for us. No, to I haven't. Get you guys really have this from the beginning. I'm serious. I've done. I've, I gave you some advice on what microphone to buy. That's been about it. Well, that's and pretty much and ZenCaster. And Z- yeah, ZenCaster. And I asked you a couple exactly. editing questions, yeah. and you're like, I don't know. But I asked them, and you were there, and you responded with, yeah, I don't know. I did so get the, the emergency something. message from so. Paul Wife. Uh, what the hell happened to my recording? <laughs> oh yeah, there was that. We yes. did learn that part. I did learn quite yeah. a bit from that. Yeah. So no, we definitely. I mean, at the very least, we thank you for giving us the idea yeah. and allowing us to join in to an already saturated market environment. If you pay attention to Twitter, everyone thinks everyone has a podcast, and I'm like, come at me, bro. You can do your own too. They're super fun every week. But no, we definitely enjoy um, listening to to what you put out and uh, following you on Twitter. Uh, what, At is SF2 your, what is your what is your Twitter just search handle? Shark Farmer? I yeah, I left Why and then aren't I you lost the shark it. Farmer? But I actually got it again. I've got it, and if you go to oh, at Shark Farmer, right. it'll say, "Hey, yeah. this is Rob, but go follow me at this other place." Yeah, I yeah. He's a Twitter quitter. Oh, that was really sad when you did. Like my life was really dark then. I went through slight depression, oh. got married. I did too. Moved to <laughs> Iowa. I just it, saw him on Facebook. It was a dark yeah, time. Yeah, I wasn't friends with him on Facebook then. <laughs> was. The whole entire world. I stopped clocks in the house. It was very sad. We had, we, yeah. It was very sad. Blankets. Yeah, I'm still dealing with the the uh, leftover trauma. But but no, we really do. We really appreciate it. You have you put out some really great stuff. 
Um, we definitely thank you for taking time out and coming on our show and, and gracing us with your presence because we know how busy you are. Um, and we, like I said, we thank you and, and, uh, we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programs next week. So you won't have to listen to Rob's voice three times, four times in a week. I know a lot of your groupies are probably really excited about Pretty another sure Rob podcast, not. but, but no, thanks for coming on. Uh, and, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.